1: This is Radioactive Man, you're listening to Base Agenda on Deep Space Radio.
0: to base Agenda we're well and truly in legend mode this week uh, actually with a guest who's been on the show already this year Radioactive Man Keith Tenniswood did a great mix for us in uh, episode 200 back in January be sure to go back and check that out really nice mix this time round we've got a great interview with Keith he's choosing some tracks that are important to him some stuff that got him started making his own music and uh, yeah we cover quite a lot of ground in the interview talk about uh his former partner in two lone Swordsman the late great Andrew Weatherall, rest in peace plus we blast through a ton of his own solo work some collaborations he's done, a bit of remix stuff as well three hours 100% focused on him absolute legend, nice guy and as well as having one of the most to die for discographies behind him, he's got some great stuff in front of him too and he's going to tell you about that a bit later on in the show As you might be able to tell, I'm still full of cold, so it's just as well most of what you're going to hear was recorded about four weeks ago. Going to kick off now with three tracks from Keith, just to remind ourselves what a great artist he really is.
2: Listening to base agenda.
0: back to the beginning sort of thing when when did music first sort of really get your attention do you know what I mean like as a kid sometimes it's background noise for a while and then something kind of grabs you doesn't it
3: yeah
1: I mean um, so both of my folks were teenagers in the 60s so they were both you know totally into music so it, right it was always around me you know from an early from an early from an early age and um, yeah, right. I couldn't really pinpoint you know a certain time but I mean sure you know it was just around me all the time, and you know, I, I think mm. I, I think I found their box of seven inches. I think that was they were okay. all none in their sleeves. It was one of those bags just full of seven inches, and it just had like loads of stuff from the sixties. And I remember sort of having a little record player and yeah, nice. checking it all out. you yeah, know Yeah, yeah, um, no, And then wicked. you know, my dad would sort of sit me down and make me watch Woodstock and things like that. <laughs> you know, oh, right. three-hour yeah, documentary yeah, yeah. would be like, what's this? yeah
0: yeah you, you know, don't appreciate it at the time do you most
1: of the time yeah you know you're into what your parents listen to until you get to a certain age and it's like listening to that what do I listen to that for you know and then you start listening to yeah, yeah. music that they d- they won't like like punk and sort of yeah yeah you know when electro yeah. hit and all that and stuff like that And but then you sort yeah, of go yeah. back to, then you sort of go back to it years, you know after after you sort of get out your teenage years and you sort of go back to that music and say like, oh, actually this music's really good yeah so I'm sort of funny, very, it? very appreciative of um with that kind of upbringing, you know, music, mm. musical yeah, household. Sure. Uh, my dad, like he, he, um, his dad's in the '60s. He, he'd bought a guitar home. I think mm. it was like a rock and roll guitar, like a Gretsch or something like that. And and his dad was like, "What's that doing in the house? You can't have that in the house," you know, because rock and roll then was like, you know, to, to to their generation was really naughty and really, you know, yeah, rebellious, yeah, rebellious in terms of like. How maybe we'd think you know punk it was an outrage, wasn't it, so mm. um yeah, so yeah. his dad's made him get rid of the guitar he was like either you move out or the guitar goes or the guitar goes, so so wow. I think he was like he was trying to make up for that, and he was got me into you know he was trying to sort of be the opposite and got me into into music and bought me guitar and stuff like that, you know, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: live out what wow. he couldn't live out, you know, this is ridiculous, yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, you it's know?
0: funny thinking back that, that 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 you could get that kind of reaction from what what seems so simple now, isn't it? Uh,
1: yeah, how things change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then I and then I sort of I fiddled about of it for a bit when I was about nine, and then I, I didn't really learn it, and then and then I sort of got a bit older, and about I was probably about twelve when I sort of you know got into it properly. Mm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, 11 yeah, or Twelve, a bit older, sort of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, spent a lot a lot of time. You know, I was sort of obsessed with it, really, and sort of self-taught, so I'd sort of sit and listen to blues records and stuff like that, and... Mm, nice. You know? Yeah, yeah. Because I went to lessons, and I just couldn't handle it, I just wasn't interested at all, it was like, you know, scales yeah, and yeah. stuff, like, <laughs> really boring. Yeah, yeah, theory side of it's not yeah, so much fun, is it?
0: Just exactly. Just make a bit of fucking, make, make a bit of fucking noise, Exactly, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm the same man, I've got my old guitar here, which, I mean, I've, I'm still playing the same shit I was playing 20 years ago, right, I pick it up I was in the band for a time and yeah. that was good fun but yeah. yeah I just tend to pick it up for a bit of a stress reliever at the moment
1: isn't it? yeah no it's great I still. I mean I had I a had really nice a couple of really nice guitars stolen in a studio robbery and that that mm-hmm. was oh, heartbreaking yeah, yeah. But it look. was fucking heartbreaking because uh, it was my mm. first electric guitar and it was mm. a beautiful guitar it was like a 63 Gibson SG Ooh, yeah, nice. it was just fucking amazing and uh and then I just and that and that broke my heart and I just didn't really play you know I've, I've, I've still got I still have got a Les Paul which luckily survived that was in another studio at the time right um, and I play that and I sort of play a bit of bass and I sort of play you know it's, you can still play if you played all those years ago you can still play it's just kind of get back in or play simple stuff you know like, yeah yeah but I still you know I, I bought this pedal recently um, called mm. a uh, electroharmonics made cause they make lots of pedals in there, and then it's it's mm. one called no, yeah, it's yeah. one called uh, melotron it turns it into strings it turns the guitar oh, into right. strings and it's absolutely amazing that sounds like fun. Yeah, it's really good so I've been sort of using that on a few tracks and making yeah. some strings sound yeah, you know, it's great.
0: I mean you've had quite a lot over the years you've had quite a lot of guitar parts and bass parts on your, on your tracks yeah I sort of a lot, a lot of that's your own stuff presumably yeah. is it yeah
1: so I yeah, sort of yeah. play you know it kind of it just adds a different feeling to things you know putting live bass on mm. even if it doesn't end up sounding like a live bass it's still got that looseness and which I like yeah yeah
3: album.
0: and you played bass on Dave Clark's last album didn't you I think for a couple of his tracks I
1: his did track. yeah I did play a couple of tracks yeah.
0: Let's start with that Led Zeppelin track. That's, that's, to me, I mean, I like Led Zeppelin. I'm yeah. not a massive fan, but yeah. I've got a fair amount, and that's a track that I don't. I'm not all that familiar with. Really. Yeah. So why, why that? Why that so,
1: one? So that whole album for me was a classic album it was called Physical Graffiti. And yeah. um, you know, going back to going back to playing guitar and stuff like that. You know, it, it was talking about inspirations, and that was just an early kind of. Mm. Um, it, it was an early one that grabbed me really, and it, it you know. The quality of that band, you know, but not mm. you know, it's not it's not necessarily centered around the vocals, which a lot of bands, are you know, for me it was more about listening to the guitar parts and sort of um, yeah. and what Jimmy Page was doing, you know, and and, and, and mm. you know, but also with the best drummer in the world and you know the best, well, you know, certain people would think so, um, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, they're all just master musicians and I just and I just think. You know, I, I, but but they just did it really well and and, and you know it was kind of mm. riff based you know it's quite a heavy mm. track but then it'll go into like real jazz mm. jazz chords and stuff like that you know and it's like mm. um, it's just a it's just a real high energy riff and I, I just yeah it takes me back yeah yeah yeah
0: no I like it I I put it up because when you chose it I was like I'm not I can't even remember what that one sounds like
1: yeah but yeah it's a
0: nice it gets straight to it too doesn't yeah it? yeah about, yeah yeah and the drumming's outrageous on it as well yeah <laughs>
2: This is Lego Welt. You're listening to Base Agenda.
1: He played, he had a show on Kiss FM, I think it was, and, um, you know, it was always great to listen to his show, he'd always be playing, you know, stuff you hadn't heard, and around that time it was like, um, it was sort of a dreamier sound coming through, like Aphex Twin's Selected Ambient Works was coming out at that time, um, that track's actually from a compilation, Apollo compilation, which is part of think. thing, is it, it uh, um, had more ambience, ...stuff on it, like Golden Girls... ...had a Model 500 track on it, actually... Um, ...and things like... ...The Orb, David Morley... ...you know, that time when it was all kind of dreamy sort of sounds... ...and it was just one that sort of resonated with me, that... um, um, ...yeah, and I always used to... ...when I listened to Andrew's show, he'd say things like... ...and as we walked through the... ...corridors of Sabersonic Studios... um, ...you know, and then I sort of used to picture this amazing studio and I got there it was um, above a chip shop and I was like
4: To change your world by producers and DJs that change the world. DeepSpaceRadio.com
1: Hashim of course Classic. yeah yeah so hashim um that was that was out when you know when the the golden year of electro i suppose or years of mm. electro when mm. you had the likes of soul sonic force and um you know um, herbie hancock mm. rocket um mm. you know and it was just one of those standout tracks and I and you know mm. and, and to be honest i think it still sounds absolutely amazing now it's still one of those tracks mm. it's just like you put it on and it doesn't hasn't really dated it's just like oh my god that's just absolutely outrageous and i think at the time i wasn't in you know it wasn't an inspiration it was it was it was an inspiration um you know without knowing it to, to be honest with you for years later do you know what i mean so right. when i was sort of that age yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was going to the roller disco and break dancing when phil Klein was on the decks and i didn't even know really? him then <laughs> and um, <laughs> you know, we were all break dancing in the middle and I had like pink pink leg warmers on my bower roller skates and that was the sound I haven't actually I don't know and that was the sound so like, you got any, pi- got any pictures <laughs> of that
0: you burnt them all <laughs> um, But you know
1: what I'd love to have a pair of bowers again I was pretty good at that at, that, at one point you <laughs> know um, it was just a standout track you know it's just like you know there's a lot of there's a lot of music being made now it's you know a lot of I've being made now, and I've, there's there's nothing that as good as that. You know, it still stands the test of time. It's just such an outrageously good record. Yeah. You know, and it's all and about, the quality
0: uh, of the production is is something I. Like, I mean, you'll 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 appreciate it's better than me doing what you do. But it's it's still it's a massive.
1: Yeah. You know. Sound. And, sound yeah. Yeah, and 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 you know, and because they were going into the proper, proper, you know, it wasn't done in home studios. They were probably doing it in proper studios and stuff. I'd imagine because there yeah, wasn't yeah. home studios then. You know you know a lot of those no, records exactly. were you know it does sound absolutely amazing it's just one of those records yeah. that, that you know they was see the, like mm. the whole electro compilations that came out electro one two three crucial electro mm.
3: street was, sounds yeah yeah
1: street sounds was a massive sort of you know way to to listen to all of that music you know thank thank mm. thank god thank god for it because mm. it, it, it kind of opened it all up for us when we were that age to sort of yeah you know it was amazing I think everybody
0: everybody well not everybody but a huge number of people refer back to that I mean you know those those compilations
1: yeah yeah exactly you know
0: changed the world in a
1: way yeah yeah they totally did
0: You are Electronic Warfare. Yeah, so just Classic. such a
1: funky, amazing record, um, mm. you know, but, but funk in, in, mm. in a new way. And but, but that was a sort of second wave, I, I would call it, of Electro mm. when it was sort of at late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was sort of listening to quite a lot of rave. And jungle and drum as well, mm. and wasn't right. so into that latest wave of electro. And I think it was Simon that, Brown that played me that, and I was just like, wow, this mm. is absolutely stunning. You yeah, know, yeah. Just really funky. Um, the stabs in it are, are outrageous, in the vocals and you know, mm. yeah, yeah. A yeah. Good, a good, and and a sort of again st- stands the test of time. That's quite a, quite a, big, quite big a message song. now, yeah. isn't it?
0: <laughs> Do well, not this allow is, I mean, that's. to be
1: programmed. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do not allow yourself you to
0: be vaccinated. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do not allow yourself to be a Tory. Let's not get into that. You'll be here all no, day. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We've. we've... <laughs> You're not fucking wrong, mate. But yeah. Richard, yeah, yeah. Told, no, and you told... know, and That turned me onto you are. Mm. What well, did you? Trunks. How was your reaction back then to the message? Because I know a lot of people, and me included, were like, well, you know, this, this is quite." For me, that was one of the first records I heard, it was electronic, anyway, where there was that kind of political resistance, rebellion vibe going on, yeah, uh, as well, you know.
1: Yeah, you know, and and coming out of Detroit, where mm. you know, it's obviously. Detroit's been through a lot in the, in the history, you know, going back to the sixties and everything as well in terms of like okay. race riots and you know, poverty mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know, and, and so obviously that they're, they're not gonna be making like happy happy house tunes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Well Thank having God said that, that, you know, like there's a few like there's a few there's a few, there's a few, there's a few joyful ones on you are as well. It's not all just dark and nasty. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, they yeah, do some cool. quite uplifting stuff. Yeah. but it's not, it's, it's, it's in that soulful way, not that kind of cheesy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it's from the
1: heart, still, isn't it? Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of funk. There's a lot of funk involved in what they do as well. It's, it's mm. something that I've, you know, taken taken a lot of inspiration from is Detroit sound. You know,
0: oh man, I mean, your st- a lot of your stuff so funky. It's, it's it's, it's great man. It puts a smile on my face I Yeah, like your music. And you know which bit, I think is nice. A little bit of play- But again it's not cheesy, you
1: know. It's 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 playful maybe but it's not I was going to say a little bit of playfulness is is something that I I've always liked. I think that maybe stemmed from working with Ant, working with Andrew a bit.
0: What made you go from sort of being a listener of music to making it? I mean I've listened to music all my life and love it but I've never got round to making music
1: for yeah. some reason. What what kind of spurred you um, on or do you think? so well it's going back to the guitar thing you know i think that as soon yeah. as as soon as i became proficient enough to do that you know i was playing in bands and like, and then then i just got the, the bug really and then mm. and then sort of towards the end of that when you know towards the end of the 80s when acid house and rave hit mm. um it, and they, and this sort of affordability of like you know home computer which made music it yeah. meant that we could all you know you didn't have to because before that it was like it was all about going into post studios wasn't it you couldn't you couldn't make you couldn't record mm. anything you, you know home studio would have been like a Tascam four track tape mm. thing you know mm, um, yeah yeah you know so that <laughs> and I, I really like the idea of like at the time because I think being in a band is like there's a lot of opinions to keep everyone happy it's, it's a mm. it, nightmare innit and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, inevitably. And, um mm. you know, and I like the idea of uh, being able to do it all on your own and not having to, to, mm. to you know, just to, to argue about a bass part or something like that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. No, that makes sense. It's funny you say... I'm trying to think... I think it was Marco Bernardi when I interviewed him. He said exactly the same thing. He used to love being in a band, but he got fucked off with all the politics and all the
3: yeah.
0: all the whinging and trying to keep everybody happy. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and
1: then also... <laughs> just being kind of like under the spell of you know when it first came out it's like oh my god you can do this and do this and you know mm. it really was mm. quite a thing you know whereas now it's kind of like it's all there you know it's kind of you don't really you don't have to do a lot you can buy you can buy a sample pack and you're off and running you know what I mean but then b- b- yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. Um, you know it, it was, a, it was yeah. a new thing and it was really kind of exciting you know yeah i was going
0: to ask you about that because that's something i am i i i mean i know we're all getting old and banging on about the old days like (laughs) like we do but i mean do you feel that you were probably more connected to your music back in the day when you were having to you know almost diy everything do you know what i mean do you do you you feel that the digital thing's taken something away from that
1: um i don't know i think like I don't. I don't. I'm not sure about that because I still get. I still get those feelings. You know. I think if you didn't get those feelings in the studio anymore, you'd be a bit of a robot and on the autopilot. You know. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, like yeah. when you. It's like you can be start doing a track and then you'll hit a certain something, and it just mm. gives you these little endorphin rushes. Oh, that's the way to go, and it kind of all opens up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, mm. and and and, um, so. and. And that's still that's still a real magic thing, I think, yeah. for me. Yeah. 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 yeah
0: different tools i suppose but they're still yeah you're still well, letting you know, something I'm out still of it.
1: i'm still using a lot of, a lot of old, older technology as well like NPCs and stuff like that rather than computers i still use computers to mix but i prefer right. using these old older, older machines to kind of i just find it a bit yeah, more engaging yeah. than looking at a screen you know yeah yeah no i think that's
0: where my question was coming from really that kind yeah. of you know mm. still nice to turn the knobs kind of thing. Mm. Shows Go Ahead London. I fucking love that track, man. Oh, nice one! That's yeah, so so funky. I was listening to that again this morning while I was eating my cornflakes. Like, yeah, <laughs> <just kidding." laughs> nice vibes, man. So Should I, we start with that one? What, yeah. what made you choose that one? Why is that special to you, man?
1: Um, just because it's a bit different. You know, it's one of those ones that's like. So I got my guitar out on that. I, I yeah. can hear on that guitar and, and and bass and sort of. Mm. And um just dug out some hip-hop sample records and um, mm. and it all came together really quickly it was one of those you know mm. it comes together in an afternoon um, right and mm. uh, um, you know and, uh, and and it's just because I lived in London for so many years as well like 27 mm. years I lived right. in London so it's got a kind of like you mm. know a sort of connection I was connected to London and that you know it, it, mm. it just it just, um, it, it just reminds me of, of a time and It's just one of those You know A favourite I suppose
2: And now for my next number I'd like to return To the classics Hit me (laughs) (laughs) Yeah
5: Hey hey Ready Now go
1: in that vein I never really got around to doing it I wanted to do it. I Mm. I sort of hit upon that and I was like oh this could be a bit of a thing you know 150 bpm beats with like Mm. um with with bass with live bass and guitar that's kind of quite punky and quite Mm. you know but with a hip-hop edge as well and I I was like oh I could make a whole album of this and for some reason I just (laughs) didn't do it I keep I'm still in the back of my head to go back and do it maybe I'll do it when at the time I think I think I was listening to Nirvana as well and it's kind of got a little bit of that in you know a little bit of a riff in there as well you know go ahead london
0: Two uh, lone
1: swordsman tracks. Uh, both, did both wicked, wicked tracks, man. I um, did. I, I picked. I picked. I picked a couple of swords, Two lone swordsman tracks because, you know that it, that had, that really was the. You know, Andrew enabled me to kind of do what I wanted to wanted to do, and and you know it was a mm-hmm. real special, time and a real special um, connection that we had together. You know. Um, mm. in, in terms of chemistry in studio, and um, mm. and you know, aquilec the track I chose, aquilec is is kind of some mm. for me. It sums up the whole two line swordsman thing for me. It's kind of mm. it's deep, it's nice, and quite melodic and stuff like that. But it's still quite rough and raw. And mm. you know, was, we weren't really afraid of anything. Really, we we were just we were mm. really there wasn't any sort of direction. You know, at all yeah. we're, we're, apart from apart from us getting in and, and having, a, having a good time, you know, and getting stoned yeah, and yeah. sampling records, and mm. you know, it really was a magic time, which is why I chose a couple of two Lone Swordsman tracks, really, because
3: yeah, um, yeah. yeah.
0: probably a good time to talk about Andrew a bit more. Then I mean, obviously, it's, yeah. it's a great shame. Um, yeah, what happened there, man? Yeah, the guys were obviously tight as you get.
1: Yeah, well, I um, mean, we were tight, but then you know we'd broken up and we'd gone through the classic mm. sort of like didn't speak to each other for years, and then mm. see each other um, at gigs. You know, and it was fine. It was all it was all good and it was all absolutely fine. And in fact, yeah. he'd, he'd rung me. Um, Couple of months, about three months before he passed away, and said, to I want to? Do, would I like to do a remix?" And you know, how are you? Blah blah blah. blah. And so I was like, mm. you know, buzzing about that. I was like, oh, brilliant, you know, sort of yeah, connect, yeah. connecting with Andrew again. And it was great. And then, um mm. then um, sadly, you know, sadly passed away. But but yeah, he's yeah. left. He's left. He's left such a legacy and an inspiration oh, to so many people. You know, so we've, yeah, yeah. we've got to take a lot of positives. Too, oh
0: know, God, so, yeah. No, I agree with you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, quite something. So you were saying earlier on that it was kind of through the the end of Sabres into the aloof, that kind of era where you you and he first met up and
1: Yeah, so I so going back to when I when I was working in a studio and I was making a tea and basically skinning up and going to shops and all that, you know, that was <laughs> and then basically the aloof were um Doing recording an album or something like that elsewhere, and then Andrew would still come mm. in, and, then, and I was still learning, you know. And and, and so mm. a, lot, a lot of those, like the first record called *The Fifth Mission*, is just like doodles, really. But you mm. know, in, in fact, listening to them back these days, you know, now it's like they actually they actually sound pretty good. But it's kind of like quite, mm. quite sort of just two guys getting stoned and m- making noises. <laughs> <laughs> like, and we we always had such a great time he's such a funny guy you know it's like really like a joy mm. a, absolute joy to be around you know and and, and, and right. it really and really rubs off on you that kind of um that kind of love and obsession for music and mm. you know um totally were, I don't, I don't think though I don't I think I don't think he had a moment when he wasn't I mean, he obviously had breaks and stuff like that, but you know, it was like mm. it was it it was twenty four seven music, mm, you know, right. and, that, and that really like it really rubs mm. off rubs off on you. And um, mm. you know, because he he wasn't he wasn't really a musician; he was a, he was a DJ. He just loved music, and that's how he got into mm. into it in the first place, and how he got into doing stuff. Because yeah, yeah, you know, he 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 was a DJ, and then it was the Primal Scream thing that kicked it off. Mm. for him yeah, you know yeah. um, but you know he was he he was going into studio with just with 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 the love of music and that's really mm. and you know you, and that proves that you can if you've got someone to help you you know yeah. do the technical side of it mm. and that's and you, vibe, and you vibe off each other you know so it's like you know yeah. he'll be he'll be digging out all sorts of samples and he's got this outrageous record collection you know and Mm. Um, <laughs> just you know, you'd st- he'd, he'd play stuff a lot. So you, you were making music, and then he'd sort of, right, have a listen to this, you know. So yeah, you, yeah. you're not, you know, and that that's something that it was quite unique to him, you know. I mean, other people mm. other people do it, but it's also he had a lot of patience as well. So he'd be like, mm. you know, like sometimes if you sort of get a sound going, maybe a bass line or something like that, but the sounds not right. Mm. A lot of other people I've worked with, but I don't like that. Let's move on, you know. But Andrew would be like, "Well, let's just work with that for a bit." And you might work on it for a couple of hours, just trying to get the bass sounding right, or whatever sound it was to sound right, you know. And and then it would always pay off, you know. And it's just having that Mm. kind of patience and sort of foresight, really, to see what you know. This this is a bit. This isn't really working now, but it could do in a few hours, you know. And, and Yeah, and that, that's and interesting that, you
0: say that because I think a lot of people these days, because of the digital thing, I think a lot of people don't put that those hours in, and you can yeah. actually, you can definitely hear it when somebody's kind of crafted it a bit, and you
1: know, yeah, yeah, you know, really so it, care into it. it, it he yeah. was unique, unique like that, and mm. a real like um, but amazing, I mean, amazing sense of humor as well. You know, really fucking right. funny, funny, funny fucker was we'll <laughs> he? Yeah. <laughs> 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 really cutting sarcastic like sort of oh, right. humour dry you know, like dry sharp as a sharp as a razor as well you know if you if you like, like didn't it. know him and you said the wrong thing he'd cut you down you know right <laughs>
0: <laughs> but in his own so, way you know yeah yeah no, that's that's cool man that's nice did you ever go record shopping with him? I'm sure you must have done.
1: Oh God, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah. What was that like? I bet you, I bet you spent you guys spent some hours, didn't you digging?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was that was mm. there was a, it was a magic time when you got to West End to go to to go to Atlas Records or Berwick Street or the you know the hand ones, Kubler, mm-hmm. uh, which then became Fonica. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, lot there was just a golden time. You know, mm. and, and um, mm. you know, it was one of the first times when I'd sort of started earning money. You know, and I was just like, well, mm. It was all going on records and clothes. And, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> you know, and kids beer, in a basically. sweet shop thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Music, um, clothes, and beer. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and um, cool. it's totally different now though, Keith,
1: right? Oh, it's totally different now. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, is it, it well because you don't go to records? You know, I I don't. There isn't there isn't really a record shop where I live now. So no, you know. So, no. Yeah, you can go online and stuff like that, but it, it, I just love that, especially if you're going to a record shop where they knew you, and mm. they would have a pile picked out, they picked out for you. And so as so soon as you go in, you know, oh, you are like this, you are like this. Whereas yeah, now you're trawling, nice. you're trawling through stuff now online, which is great because there's so much music, but it's also, it's also quite, yeah. a, it's quite, it's quite a trawl, isn't it?
0: yeah man yeah oh, and you get be. these algorithms recommending stuff to you it's totally different yeah or well, you know you listen <laughs> to
1: like oh have a look at the electro section and it's like that's not fucking electro oh, you know man, what I mean yeah. it's like what you know oh, drives me mad yeah you know especially yeah. on band camp or something like that and it's like you start digging it's like that is not yeah, yeah. that is not what it says it should be you know no
0: definitely <laughs>
1: I know there was a lot of
0: people were starting to use Electro with a K, but then that, that didn't seem to...
1: Yeah.
0: Some people did it, but then it didn't really catch on, and, and then you had E dot L dot E dot, you know, all yeah. that, and that was... But, yeah, it's a weird one. But yeah. There you
1: go. But I still so I went to see Billy Nasty. He's got in Bright, and I went to his record shop, mm. and that was really nice to have a little dig. Um, yeah, yeah. So, he's got a
0: new place hasn't he now he's, he's moved he, into a new shop he has, the one I went to he, before
1: was downstairs from a like, hair, uh, hair yeah, salon yeah he's think, got so. a new place in a proper shop now um, oh in, wicked in uh, I can't remember the name the name of the road St James's Road I think it is Um mm. and yeah it's it's really good it's all mostly second hand stuff but it's really really good yeah um, cool yeah he's nice got one. he's got good taste yeah 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 for sure nice one so um
0: just thinking about that second uh, Lone Swordsman track you picked out, brutal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Any any particular reason for that one? Is this different to the to uh, Aqualik, obviously?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that. So, vibe. so that. again. That kind of goes. I think that was a bit of a golden time for us, really. I mean, that mm. you know, for me, that record, the Tiny, Rem- that, both of those are off Tiny Reminders, actually, in that, that album mm. called Tiny Reminders, and um, yeah, it, it's just, just a bit of a again you know one of those ones that comes together in a matter of hours Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of those sounds are actually guitar as well Mm. Um, on it you know from the sort of the main riff to sort of underlying sort of tones I was sort of using the guitar for a pitch shifter Um, and uh, and it's just got a really great sound and Mm. um, you know not relying again on on classic 808 sounds or whatever it was just kind of weird drum sounds and Mm. You know, it just kind of stood out for me from that. That's my favourite off that album, I think.
0: some funk in some funk it's in there it's got as some
1: well. funk and it's quite hard and dark, and it's you know it doesn't go on for ages mm. it's like 4 minutes long or something it's quite short short sharp, sharp sort of yeah thing. yeah yeah yeah. I've been putting that, that really that back, cool. putting that back in my life set recently actually but oh yeah I, but I don't have mm-hmm. all the I didn't have all the samples anymore so I was like I sampled the actual record and chopped it up a bit oh, <laughs> <laughs> sampled your own record <laughs> yeah I was a bit gussied. I I had I had um, zip disks with lots of old samples on, and then I converted mm. my my old MPC 3000 because it was only zip disks, and they just became so annoying. They were, they were always breaking on the road and stuff like that. The actual zip drives. Right. So right. I converted it, and then I didn't I didn't save all my I didn't get all the sounds out. I just converted. It. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Mm. So there's all those sounds sitting on zip disk somewhere, but. You need the right machines to get it going, don't you? yeah, yeah. And but you gotta yeah, he you, know. <laughs> you got me asked. Exactly, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, um, yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's a good sounding, good sound that. Mm. Mm. That's
0: wicked. Yeah, really nice, really nice track. And just Thanks. from again going back to your partnership with with Andrew on those things, what what you said that you kind of you came in as a, a learner kind of thing. Yeah. What what were the main what what were sort of the main things you think Andrew? Taught you that stick with you today in terms of producing and
1: um, and, and, so that, and that kind of thing. I think, like, I mean, he was so good at arranging, and that's something that mm. I don't like doing. I really hate. I don't. I really hate arranging because so many possibilities. And like, Me. you know, I'm waiting for. The, I'm waiting for them to come up with some software that like auto arrange. You know, right? <laughs> <Like, laughs> you could It'll happen. You will happen. I'm <laughs> sure it's already there. You, can, you know, he comes up with like a thousand different arrangements and you can pick one you know what I mean like I'm sure that's possible it's just I don't know yeah. why I don't really like it but anyway he was he was very good at that he would he would sit at a desk and you know you'd have all your separate sounds out on the desk and he would sit there for hours muting things mm. in and out building mm. a picture of, of the arrangement you know mm. and then after a couple of hours of that he would literally just sit back with Spliff and just go right bars of that. Let that continue for 16 bars. He had it all in his head. You know, so he was really clever, really yeah. clever at arranging. Um, and I Do you think, think like, for you,
0: it's, is it is it because you're because I've spoken to other people who've said the same thing about Ray? Is it is it from your point of view? Is it maybe like a fear of getting
1: it wrong? Like there might be a better arrangement yeah, and you might um, miss it. Well, that that and also it's things can be very obvious. You know what I mean? It's because also you're working in blocks a lot of the time in in. In the software, mm. in the music software, you know. Yeah. And yeah. when you're not working in blocks, you tend to sort of bring things in slightly differently. You know, you might bring things in slightly before the bar, just little things like that. You know, like which kind of brings mm. brings the track to life. It kind of make, gives it a bit more of a live feeling. You know. So that, and I think just like leaving space in things like that's something that I learned of Andrew a lot as well. You know, less less can be more. It's not necessarily always mm. always the rule, but you know yeah. that I take it I took a lot definitely from that that kind of of, of um, way of working i mm. you know, just leaving space i think that probably comes from reggae mm. music, reggae music as well you know he was a big lover mm. of reggae music and that's always got you know the basic yeah, yeah. basic elements sometimes enough you know you yeah, don't yeah. you don't sometimes you don't have to chuck the kitchen sink to make it work mm. you know right and that's I something and that's yeah, something yeah. that that's always stuck with me you know and, and um mm. And, that, and, sense, yeah. and it's different, you know. his music shouldn't have rules, and it shouldn't. It should be something to explore, mm. and you know. And, and I think that is mm. something that that stuck with me from working with him. You know, it's just mm. maybe leaving yeah. leaving some space. DeepSpaceRadio dot And then uh,
0: hashtag. Like yeah, Mr. Fin- Mr. Finlow. Yeah. So that, that remix is
1: great, man. That's, yeah. That's so that is one of the harder ones I've done over the years in terms of mm. sound, um, mm. and it just again that yeah. came together pretty quickly. And I, at the time, I was just using um, I was using Logic, and I just I just yeah. did it all pretty much inside the box. so I just, which I don't, which I've never done or don't normally do. You know, I was sort of like. Mm. I try and make a, try and make a bit more effort, but inter- but that was one of the ones that just came together in the box. And I just put everything in a sample out of his out of his sounds mm. and sort of cut and paste styly It came together really well, and it's one of those ones that seems to have seems to go mm. seems, seems to still uh, kept its sort of appeal really. and Still sounds good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely seen it popping up in sets quite frequently, yeah. Still, yeah. you know, so. You know. Mr. South
1: was championing in it for a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right, yeah, yeah.
4: Haufen, Haufen, und ihr hört okay. Base Gender Radio. Base
0: So, yeah, I was just going to ask you about remixing, because when I hear your remixes, it really feels like you've made an effort. Mm. And whereas sometimes, I mean, obviously running a label as well, I've had remixes done and whatnot. And sometimes you think, you know, there's, there's no creativity gone into some remixes. You're just you just hearing a slightly tweaked version of the original. Mm. But you really, you really seem to give it something yeah. of your own. How do you approach? Do you have a sort of set way of looking at them, or do you vibe off each one as an individual
1: thing? Um, Vibe off each one, and you know, decide mm. whether you're going to completely tear it apart, or you know, or go with the original vibe, really. And you know, mm. and, and it's, it's it is a mm. bit of a tricky one because you do you get you might get a small well nowadays a small fee for doing it, back back in the mm. day it was actually quite a good fee back <laughs> good fees back yeah. in the nineties, but but you know dance, so yeah. um if i if i'm going to put my name in a record it's got to be good it's got to be it's got sort of certain, mm. it's got a certain level you know mm. in terms of the bar that i've set you know otherwise you could you know you just, mm. just you're going for you're just going through the motions and and it's difficult because yeah.
6: it,
1: it, i mean sometimes we would do remixes and go well this is too good to to, to give away as a remix so we'd keep it, we'd keep it for ourselves and start again <laughs> <laughs> you know because you don't get publishing on them or anything like that you don't you're just doing a track for someone you get and then it, you're giving it away you know and they get all the publishing yeah. so it's kind of it's like it's almost favours these days it's almost favours well it is days, you know so yeah. and you know um, but if someone has been nice enough you know to ask me to do something for them and make, make an effort you know and put two mm. or three days into it and Mm. I won't do two or three Mm. days solid you know I'll do like a few hours two or three hours and I'll come back next day again two or three hours and then you know and do bits and bobs and and kind of but yeah each Mm. one's different you know and if if they've got vocals in them I'll try and use the vocals and
3: Mm.
1: you know Mm. I do I do enjoy doing them because it you've already got a starting point and you can
0: get straight into ah, it. Okay. That was about my that was my next question was do you actually enjoy doing yeah, it? Yeah. I, I guess you must do to put the effort in, yeah.
1: I do, you know, because you, yeah, you, you, you've immediately got something something to work on, you know. Yeah. Hmm. Um yeah. And a, bit of a challenge and it's, as well, I suppose. Yeah, and it's nice it's nice to it's nice to be asked.
0: question you might I don't know if people don't like these sort, this the sort of question but I'll ask you <laughs> you've been I mean you do get called a legend quite rightly in my opinion and being you know very influential like when I interviewed Helena she she chose Uranium as the track that's kind of really got her yeah, yeah. You know, fired up and there's a couple of other people have chosen that track as well in fact and I just wonder how do you react to that do you how do you process that or well, don't you bother
1: <laughs> well I do I mean to have Helena say that was you know, she's a, she was a girl of the moment. She's kind of kind of still is. Well, I mean, the pandemic slowed all that down. But you know, it's it's, it's amazing. are still it's excited amazing. about. It's, it's amazing. It's That's you know, that, that 20 years 20 years ago, that record is still having mm. ripples, and it's mm. you know, and and I think like to me, that's that music that stands the test of time is more important than you know the latest tune. Mm. that you've heard or something like that you know mm. it's time mm. you know it's something nice about not not putting it in people's faces to, that's why I'm really not very good at promo myself because I'm a firm believer of that if you made a good tune you think it's a good tune then let it get out there itself and eventually mm. you know it it will get listened to right and, okay. and, and you know and I think that and I'd I'd much prefer that than sort of shoving it in people's faces too much you know obviously you do have mm. to tell people when you're releasing a record but you know well yeah but, yeah yeah but you know it's it, mm. that. It's just nice when when, especially something like that when it's 20 years old it's still mm. well all, all, mm. you know the fact that she she listened to it 20 years ago and it, it got her into doing it you know is amazing yeah. So yeah yeah for yeah, sure I don't yeah. I don't sit down and think you're a legend, mate. No, but <laughs> no, no, it's just no, no, nice. No, no, no. It's it's just some nice fuck, it's just, some fuckers do. <laughs> yeah,
3: well it's just it's just it's
1: just it is really nice, and, you know. It does kind yeah. of make it does make it make you think, oh maybe I am doing something right and you know, it kinda of makes mm. you happy.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gotta give you a bit of a lift.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: No, I get that. No, I love uranium man, that's crazy. Where is that sample from? The the
1: the, uh, the intro sample. Oh, the sample. That's from... Um, different different elements and chemicals. That, that's it is, from... Um, Andrew had this little box set of seven-inch records, and it was called... Mm. And it was something to do with um, the nuclear bomb, you know, basically. Oh, okay. how, The history of the nuclear bomb or something like that. And um, so when I first did the track, it didn't have that sample on it. And then when we got to put it on the album... I discovered that sample somehow and I was like that's just perfect mm. and um, yeah on uh, it went yeah I yeah. love that kind no, of that's like,
0: interesting interesting that the sample wasn't there to begin with because it as a listener to me it's like I, I would assume that the the
1: track came because of the sample do you yeah. know what I mean like it was inspired by it yeah, yeah and then obviously yeah. I, I chose the title because it was to do the radioactive man etc yeah which yeah. Um, which yeah, kind of sure. worked and um, yeah yeah, yeah it hit it really home well. man that's for sure yeah 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 but that then, bass um, that bass sound as well I remember mm. oh man I remember doing doing the track and it was nothing like that and then I my flatmate at the time phoned me up and we had this huge argument about something but <laughs> you know whatever it was and then I was like mm. right fuck it and I was like turned all the gains up trying to get you know on the desk trying <laughs> to and just get some anger out and that, that turned into that sound nah no. <laughs>
6: that <laughs> explains
0: that. Yeah. Well, there you go. It's good to have arguments every now and exactly, again.
1: Exactly. Yeah, they can be productive. <laughs> they can be productive.
0: <laughs> Just make sure you've got some gear near you when you have.
1: Exactly. There. You've got some gear and like uh, that's it. You know, lots of gain <laughs> and lo- like lots of top. You know, lots of distortion.
4: Uranium has ninety-two protons. Barium has fifty-six. The difference is 36. What has 36 protons? (laughs) Krypton has 36. Could it be that I was getting krypton along with my barium? If it was so, it could mean but one thing. Without knowing it, I had been splitting uranium atoms.
2: Al Finlow and you're listening to Bass Agenda.
0: curious do you consider yourself to make being somebody who makes electro do you know what I mean because that label gets some people use that in a very purist sense and I I,
1: I mean I do but also you know it kind of it, it that labeling will you know marginalize you and make it and and you know mm. maybe you could get stuck in that mm. yourself you know so I think when, right. me, and, when me and Andrew were doing stuff ele- ele- basically electro but You know, using electro rhythms Mm. um, and sounds, but not necessarily using an 808, for example, and making it sound Mm. like a classic electro. You know what I mean? Because I think, to me, electro Mm. is the 808. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. So, as soon as you start using other sounds, it takes it elsewhere. Mm. And Andrew came up with that Machine Funk um, Mm. um, tag, which, which... which mm. which is which I think works, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Definitely. So, yeah, I'm, mm. yeah, I, I obviously do make that, the electro sound, but I, I love all sorts of music, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, it comes across, man. I think. Yeah. It's, it's great. It's great. I mean, I get. You know, I get a lot of promos and stuff, and there's so much stuff. I mean, it's none of it's shit exactly, but it's just a huge amount that's well, all the same. Exactly. Music place on the sound spectrum do you know what
1: I mean yeah you know it's like sometimes it's sometimes it's just like electro by numbers or techno by numbers or, or house or whatever music you're doing you know like oh yeah I mean all genres have it it takes a lot to kind of try and stand mm. out I, I suppose these days you know otherwise, you, you know, otherwise mm. you're going back to what mm. we were saying earlier about just getting a sample pack and using every, the sounds that everyone else is using you know but um, yeah, yeah. yeah, but no, I still sure. I still do love the yeah, eight or yeah. eight, and that's never gonna that's never gonna stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Talk about like the mu- the electro scene kind of thing, yeah, f- from a production point of view and the sounds that are coming out. How do you feel about it uh, kind of currently? Is it because we had this kind of thing about all oh, there's a resurgence,
1: yeah, a couple
0: of years ago, and that's, yeah. that
1: seems to have been sustained a bit longer than usual this time, yeah. I mean, what's your take? I mean, the level of production has got is amazing, you know. Um, not mm. not just with the, the electro but I mean with with a lot a lot of mm. you know that's the tools have enabled us all to to do that you know um yeah. um yeah and i you know and and to be honest I don't listen to as much music as I should in and probably that's down to the pandemic a lot i was I would, when i'm at home i don't really particularly want to put really heavy nasty Beats on, you know what I mean. So I listen to a lot. Yeah, I yeah. don't really listen to that much okay, yeah. of that at home. So, and also I'm mastering engineer, so I do that. You know, that's my day job sort of thing. I'm not new. I'm not yeah, doing it. it that, I'm not doing it full time. Like it's a bit too much for the head. So, but mm. but you know, that, and that's also a factor. So so that's a factor because when I get home, I don't really want to listen to any music. <laughs> I'm like, I've been listening to loud music all day, and I'm you know. So, yeah, I can't understand that. So yeah. so so it's a difficult one for me to comment on the on the state of modern, you know, I, I don't true mm. like as like I used to when I do want to listen to music I'll um, I'll generally pick, you know I'll have something to do in studio so I'll go in, into the studio mm. and, and then get sucked into that you know
0: yeah no I can understand it. a bit of a what they call it a busman's holiday sort of thing I suppose if you've been tweaking other people's tracks
1: all day well and also it goes back yeah. to what we were saying earlier you know like there is a lot of similar similar vibes around and that can it, it can sort of like you know, that'd be a little bit. I was going to say soul destroying. That's not the right word. It's like, you know, it just. I don't know, but it put, doesn't it put me off. But it, but then, but then all of a sudden you'll hear something else, and it, something will come along mm. really special. It's like, oh fucking hell, they've hit the nail on the head there. Mm. I think you, you know. get
0: a kind of I, this. I, this is how I see it. I think you can get a bit of kind of it's like
1: fatigue. Do you know? Yeah, what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, you, you, it's like you know, you don't dislike it, but
1: it's just. Yeah, you know, and it's yeah. the same. If I'm in a club, <coughs> I don't mm. want to listen to one style of music all night. I d- that I think that's yeah. what makes a good DJ. You know, someone that for sure, man. You yeah. know, can go from genre to genre, but 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 with with mm. a bit of, but with a bit of glue. You know, with a bit of gluing mm. it all together, and that I think you know, and that's why Andrew was so good in my in my opinion. Oh um, um, yeah, you know, so some of his mixes are. You know, cool. if I if I go yeah. out, like it'd be nice to hear techno electro. Breaks, whatever it may be, you know, Mm. garagey vibes, jungle, Mm. drum and bass. uh, You know, let's let's explore. Mm. You know, there's a lot of music out there.
0: this track the amazing fucking amazing Horace Andy yes Mr. Basie his voice man I, it's so I don't know what it is because he's I think he's about 70 is yeah. he 70 his voice does. he's got a really young he
3: yeah, does
0: how does he do the, that what would they call that vibrato vibrato yeah, um, yeah. but it's like yeah. a
1: really, he's got a really young sounding yeah it's really high pitched. And and but, you, and you, you yeah. know who it is immediately Horace Andy but it's the, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, underlying yeah. groove of that which is really you know if some people it's just like oh, it's just a reggae track but you know for, mm. for a big reggae fan it's like that's that's the perfect reggae track you know it's like kind of quite mm. dirty underlying beats mm. you know simple again space in it but just does it does everything without doing too much you know and and, yeah, and, Adrian, yeah. and Adrian Sherwood's like a real renegade producer that you know was around mm way before the whole um you know, wave of modern producers that are mm. kind of underground, you know. And it's just mm. someone that I've followed all, all you know, since since I was quite since I don't know, like teens, I guess seventeen, okay. eighteen when I first got into one new sound and um, right. right. So you know, mm. and I just think, and and so I chose that track. But in fact, that whole compilation is is great. It's called Pay It Back Volume Seven, I think it's called. Is it mm. six or seven? And that's worth 7, worth getting Yeah, it's worth getting. It's really, yeah, yeah. It, it's really good. And it's you know,
0: I might pick it up. I like I'm I'm I do like dub and reggae, and I've got some. But I'm like I'm like that with a lot of genres. I've got I've got bits of lots of different genres. But there's only, the only two that I've really ever gone deep into is, is electro and yeah uh metal believe it or not yeah
1: but um, i mean the, 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 <clears throat> that's the other thing i love about that music Is just so fucking much of it you know oh, especially endless, the 70s yeah. sort of root sound which i love mm. like you know i've got quite a big collection of it but then it's like you're always going to find more <laughs> it's like yeah those yeah, guys yeah. made so much music you know mm. and then yeah. i mean that's just that that's just that's the Period for me is the roots, the roots period. You know, when things went digital, Mm. it kind of I do like some of that stuff, like the classic sort of um, um, sling ting sound, all that. You know, it was quite rough Mm. drum machines and you know, really kind of like Mm. you know, cheap sounding drum machines sort of sound, but yeah, sort of lo fi, yeah. And and I think Mm. Adrian Sherwood took that and but also with elements of punk. You know he worked with quite a few punk bands like the slits and um mm. the ruts and stuff like that and like okay and always had a sort of punk um ethic and d i y ethic and and um mm. you know and sounds to what he did and and I think that's really right really inspiring yeah you know? yeah. yeah you know leading yeah, the yeah. way leading the way basically you know many years before mm. before before a lot of other people yeah. Did on yeah, new still, sounds and still doing mm. it so that you know yeah, still yeah. doing things as good as that and so yeah I mean you that's, some, that's some as some, that's some you talk about legacy earlier yeah, on I says, mean, yeah I mean yes yeah it's about Hori Sandy on that chat but it's also for me it's the bigger picture of aging and what he's mm. t- what he's achieved Mod's man, just just yeah. tracks great. Yeah, <laughs> I love this. Hilarious. It's just a band. Well, you can call it a band. The guy on the laptop and and um, a vo- you know, a vocalist. I, just I thought, love like, their videos
0: because yeah. the guy the, the guy who doesn't. I don't know. I can't remember the names, but the guy who doesn't do the vocals is is
1: usually in the video, but he's just Andrew. Of, yeah, he just yeah. he just stands there with a beard isn't Mo- he? mooching
0: about. Yeah,
1: he's got the, and then when, but he but they do all the music. Yeah, do yeah. I think Andrew's the music. He makes all the music. Mm. Before, you know, so they're kind of building it all together. So I suppose you can call them a band in that respect. But mm. I, I was just kind of like really taken with them when I first saw them or heard them. I think it, I can't even remember where. I think that was a live thing they were doing. I was like, who's this lot? You know, yeah, and yeah. then, you know, and I think like it's just honest. It's just really honest music. It's what yeah. they're singing about, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. It, it, and it, I just think it's great to have that kind of commentary on mm. our ridiculous existence which which is now, you know. <laughs> you know? Well this that's the thing. And yeah, I mean this, they don't pull any punches really, do exactly, they? Exactly, they don't give a shit, you know, yeah. it's like, mm. you know, and sometimes these things need to be said and it's you know, mm. and, and yeah, it is kind of political, but also it's very, it can be that kind of English humour, piss take humour and yeah. you know, isn't this ridiculous kind of humour? Yeah. Um and um mm. And, and it's uh, so
0: British. You, it's just it's as British as you could get. Yeah,
1: anyway, exactly, it? you know. Just, and, and the more track, I just thought it was genius because it's just one bar. It's just a one bar loop, but it's so infectious. Mm. It's so infectious, you know. It's mm. like fuck, man. That's just so good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And the, the vocals that you know, that it's not a particularly p- p- political tune or anything. I think he's just singing about his when he used to play with Action Man, and you know, yeah. It's
0: just sort <laughs> of it was sounds like. I think I read a bit on it and it was something about just being bored living in a cul-de-sac somewhere. Yeah. And, you know, how drab everything was and, yeah, you know, he was getting more and Mindy to the two dolls to kiss each other when his mum and dad were out or something.
1: Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. Well, it's just that, <laughs> I think that there's that whole, you know, that it's just sort of thinking about a certain era which I can relate to. So, you know, know, more Mindy, some kid, you know, sure. some, you know some, you'd have to be a certain yeah, age, yeah. you have to be a certain age to know what more and Mindy is, you know. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, recently, like <laughs> recently I called one of my tracks Born in the USB. And, oh, yeah. And you'd have Great to be—you'd have to also be of a certain age to, to get that as well, you know. <laughs> you yeah.
0: know what I mean? yeah, that's true. Yeah, I do know so, what you mean, yeah. yeah it's funny and that, I just yeah. like
1: the cheekiness, of the sleeve of mods and, and, you know, they sort of became mates of mine as well. I speak to them quite a bit. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. And yeah, they're, yeah. Just, they're just... They're just Really, this like I say, it's just really honest, really, really good, down to yeah. earth stuff, and <laughs> proper, much needed, yeah, yeah, yeah. much needed these days, for
0: sure, man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'd be, I mean, any plans to do a remix for those guys? Has that
1: ever been talked um, to about? I don't think they particularly have remixes done. I, I've sort of no. i like, sort of have toyed with the idea of getting him to sing on a track, but I don't want it just to sound like a Sleep with Mods track. It'd be a bit pointless, you know. And yeah, they, no, and I'm they sure. do. And they do what they do so well. It's like very individual. Yeah. Leave them, leave them to it. It's fucking great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Didn't make that any 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 better. Yeah. Now, if it ain't
0: broke, don't fix it. I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Man and Cindy, I don't mess about, I make make 'em kiss each other when my mum and dad go out. No messing, no curtain twitching, no stressing. I don't hang about, I get them down and dirty, then get them falling out, then get them flirty, flirting, get them throwing plates at each other, cause that's what it's all about. now fuck off back to your own room. Well got in the back room when fuck all's going on, what's new? And the plated scenes of that. I live on a really depressing cul-de-sac Where couples get divorced And people come up that you've never seen before Like that, smell of cigars
4: and oil twat You go too high, too low It doesn't make a difference, I know Too high, too low, but the system won't go Too high, too low, it doesn't make a difference, I know Too high, too low, but the system won't go Walking oh, come i got eagle eyes
2: above me Agent Tan, stain kitchen mat, ah, ass, pheasant just hanging about. Look at the sea patch on the fucker, old man and his brother setting about. Stinks like an old body, like mornings on the body. Shotgun lager, like porn up sticking constantly. Wi Fi's gone all lo fi, my ass is feeling too dry, like crackers out at midnight. I can't be arsed with a bottle alright. You're not from.
4: with this-
0: Tracker for the wagon
1: that price, that's right.
0: Not, not just Loot 5 but is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's alright I found it anyway. So bleep me out. I love this one as well. This is
3: insane, really <laughs> cheeky, isn't it? Yeah, there's something Very. he
1: does so well. It's like mm. you know, some people don't like all of that vocal samples. And you know, the opposite of what I would say we were talking about earlier space, it's like he does chuck quite a lot of stuff in there, but he's yeah, he's so prolific. You know, it's like I can't keep mm. up with I can't keep up with. With the, with the, you know he did the, He did three albums at once on hyper. was it Hypercolour did you get those so what in certain veins so one was like called Rave Hop the other one was like Jungle and the other one was sort of just Rave and break, Breaks yeah, and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. and then the Wagon Christ one is you know kind of hip hop flavours but that yeah, tune yeah. that tune's on there and it fucking blew me away it's like oh wow that's, that's fucking proper yeah, 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 you know, he, he I love it
0: as well because there's like there's new elements coming in, even in the last sort of 20 seconds of the track, that
1: something new comes in. Yeah, it's like really keeps. Yeah, you, but with that kind keeps of keeps incessant bass, it, it keeps going round and t- drives the whole track. Yeah, yeah, it's like absolutely stunning, stunning, and he, he, yeah, yeah. and he and he just keeps pulling them out of the bag. He's got, it's, I don't know what yeah. it is he's got, I don't know what it is he's smoking, but I want some of it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man. Yeah, he's a real dude, him. and I'm such a talented motherfucker, it's just like, wow. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. It blows
0: me away. And he's been
1: doing it, he's been doing it good for years, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's too. a genius, absolute mm. genius. Mm. 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 Definitely. So I don't get bored, i never get, I, you know, every time I get a new record, I'll be like, wow, this is good, you know, excited, one of those artists to get really excited about a mm. new record coming Yeah, up, yeah. you know, Just genius. yeah.
0: Yeah, and certain people you buy blind as well. Like you see it and you think, I'm going to buy that, I don't even need to hear a preview of it. Yeah.
1: Sitting, you know, something. He, he sent me a load well, he did a few times, sent me a load of tracks, and some of them never came out. And So I've got a few little battle weapons of mine
0: tucked away mm.
1: that I'll bring out.
0: Nice s- yeah. secret weapon. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: It makes me. It makes me have.
0: many times this year it's, it's a monster isn't it uh, Mouth Lawson by Ben yeah uh, pes-
1: so fantastic so you know you might think I'm picking one just because it's Ben but because he's a friend of mine and we've worked together but it's not I think Ben is just like uber talented um, mm. producer and you know he's coming up with all this mad mad beats mm. really inspiring and mm. you know again I would compare him with Andrew in terms of passion and like, you know, someone who's mm. non-stop, and and he teaches as well. You know, and super nice, mm. super nice dude, and like, just yeah, okay. really, just and that's just got so much energy that track. Um, yeah, man, just it just one of the ones that like um that that floored me this year. It's such a great tune. Yeah, yeah. Want to hear that on the big system? Yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah. that. So yeah, and he's done a few. It. He's done a
0: few in that vein. And it's <clears> really fucking good. Mm. Just the sound that I don't know what it is, the, the modulation just fucking eats you.
1: Obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just the sound. it's such a good producer, and it's getting some really seriously mm. good sounds out of the studio. It's amazing. <laughs>
0: You, I mean, they've just talked about this idea that you've got to be double vaccinated before you even get into a club at the moment. That's what they're talking about, isn't it? Uh, do you have any kind of... Any feelings on that? Any vibes not, on how it might pan out? I wasn't sure if it was Pop. double vaccinated or if it was having approved the test.
1: You see... Well, this is I think this is what they're debating. I think different, different clubs are going to do different things, aren't they? You know, mm. and also I, I respect everyone's decision as to what... as to. Because it's, it's, you know, it's, it's really quite it's really quite tough going online at the moment, and and sort mm. of like, you know, seeing mm. how someone might say say something about it, and then the whole thread just turns just turns into this like yeah. argue, argument. You know, it really, it's really put me mm. off of going online. It's like really like mm. it's you know it's, mm. you know I, I've been vaccinated. I've, I've, I've you know I think I think. You're going to go into a chemist in in a few years, and you're going to get the equivalent of Beecham's um, cold and flu for COVID. Um, yeah, I can see et cetera, that. Etcetera, etcetera. You know, and, and at the moment it's not going away. So what? Mm. what do we do? You know? Mm. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. Yeah.
0: So
1: I don't know where it's going to go, but yeah, it's upsetting. It's definitely upsetting. You know, I just try and be positive, and just you know, it kind of it yeah. kind of it's taken over all of our lives so much that um, you know, and, yeah. for, for, and we've lost a lot of time and a lot of you know, mm. this is just it's basically fucking boring now. But it's something we have to deal with. <laughs> so we, yeah, yeah. you know,
0: did you have COVID? I know Kirsty had it. I, didn't she, I did. She was... I did. Yeah, I
1: had it. Yeah, yeah. I had it.
0: Thinking about um, sort of, we would talk about working with other people. You've done a few c- collaborations, obviously with Ben Pest and yeah. uh, Fons at uh, Rau and Billy. And when I interviewed Fons, he said something which I thought was quite interesting. He said he said that you tend to work, that you choose your collaborators based on friendship, and pretty much that that that's
1: kind of your approach to making. Does that does that ring true for you? Yeah, well, I mean, Except lucky enough to have a lot lots of friends that make music and are really passionate about music. You know, that's basically been what. Hmm. it's been my it's been my life since you know for a good 30 years just being around people with creative people and yeah, you know and after working with someone like when for so long with Andrew so I think we did 13 years or something then hmm. you know I was, it's it's just nice vibing together in the studio and having fun with someone you know sometimes hmm. it, I still like working on my own and you can do what you want but it's, it's something really special about just having a laugh and get some beers yeah. in and making some beats with your mates yeah yeah you know and then yeah, lucky yeah. enough to have some really talented mates and it's great yeah for sure man yeah no, so cool. yeah it is nice definitely food. it is about friendship you know it's, it would, it would yeah. be, it'd be, it'd be a bit weird going in over someone you didn't get on with and it was a bit you know you're just doing it for for, yeah. for, for a different reason oh for sure yeah yeah yeah, you know? yeah no doubt yeah. chemistry is definitely um important thing
2: and you are listening to
5: face agenda. Banks agenda.
1: So the last thing I did um, was a 10-inch record um, called *Sonicus Chronicles*, which is uh, basically Volume One. So that's that track born in the USB on there. I sat, you know, I sort of like thought, do I want to do an album? And I thought I don't have all the tracks at the moment, and it's going to take me ages to kind of get an album together that I'm happy with. So I just thought. Sort of just do a couple of tracks at a time, put them out like that, rather than, rather mm. than putting out an album. And, and so I've got the next volume of that I cut the other day. Um, cool. God, God knows when when we're going to see records at the moment because that whole mm-hmm. industry is is fucked because the major labels have stepped in and and now uh, have taken over all the record presses in the planet. <laughs> to get a record now is going to take eight months. From start, from you know, if you're lucky. Mm. So, but I mean, my, because yeah. I, because I, I mean, I, I chose to do ten inches because I really liked. I'd never done, done done them before, and I've always liked ten inch records for some reason. And mm. um, that particular press, um, where we get our records press, isn't overrun, so we can get ten inch records quicker than you can twelve inch records. Um, ah, because okay. it's a different machine that makes it. It's so a different, so. l- yeah, yeah. But right, um, right. but everyone. You know, we'll jump on that, and that we'll also back everything up. So I'm hoping mm. it's going to come out this year.
3: <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. Um, yeah, and, yeah. But
1: that's all right. You know, I mean, it's it's you know, I'm not in a, I'm not in a race anymore. and, You know, that control. It'll also, I mean, it also enable me to kind of get the next one done. And
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I'm a lot slower. I'm, well, I'm a lot slower working than I used to be. I used to sort of bang them out, but. Um, yeah, yeah. It takes me <laughs> fucking ages to get it finished now.
0: Thanks out to Keith Tenniswood aka Radioactive Man for taking part in Base Agenda for the second time this year. Had a really good chat. You guys got in on most of it there too. And of course, so much great music. I'll be back next month with a brand new show for you. If you want to pick up the track listing or even download the full show from today, then go check out uh, soundcloud.com/baseagenda baseagenda.co.uk or the iTunes feed at some point over the weekend. Thanks a lot for listening. Take care of yourselves, and I'll catch you next time. Cheers.
5: Thanks again for checking out Andy on the BASA, 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 BASA Agenda Show.